Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Fellow Kukrudites, we were elected to fix the problems and I'm glad to report that we are fixing the problems. The Ghana city has been classified as the worst of African currencies with the worst spot returns tracked by Bloomberg. I am prepared to concede that we go by the five years, but that doesn't make it any less people that this is a company that is not, from the evidence we have, this company is not supposed to even be paid for a day because in the gold sector, the experts tell us that there is no reason someone to come there. All right. In the oil sector, we are told mm. there are already right. no resources. Thank you. Th thank you, Manasseh. And Manasseh, you, the, the whole thing boils down to what they were supposed to do. The anomalies that they were supposed to keep under declaration, diversion, and dilution of petroleum products. How do you come to the conclusion, categorically, that they don't do any of this? Something, uh, we went through the system, I mean the value chain. And if you watch the documentary, we didn't make any of those things. The claim that GRA is not using the SML measurement figures. This is not a claim we made, it is a claim GRA officials made. Are in the premises of SMS. They claim that the existing loading gantry meters take more accurate reason than the, uh, the SML meters. It's not a claim we made. It's a claim that SML officials made on camera. Mm. They claim about these services were on the website of SMS. And they said these are the factors that were causing the BKD for the revenue loss. And because we are checking these uh, anomalies, we have been able to solve the problem. But when we went through the value chain, we realized that the ERGMX was doing a lot to check the shortages. And this has been confirmed by the GRA head of Petroleum, who spoke in the document, that once you get the volumes right, through the ERGMS, which is connected to the ICOM, you get your status right. Then also we realized that there was a company checking the diversion, Rock Africa. They are doing the electronic parking. And together with the time gauges systems by the MPA, which ensure that they know the amount of products in a particular time across the country, they were checking that. 
So we got to know all of this. So when we got to the GRA, we interviewed the GRA before we interviewed SML. And SML said, sorry, the GRA official said that, look, the question you are asking us, we have no knowledge about it. We don't think SML is doing this. All right. So go and ask SML. So the morning we were to do the interview with SML, GRA officials were there. They even said, look, you raise this service. Now that we are here, SML should clarify. So SML itself told us they were not doing those services. And they proceeded to delete them from their website. Mm. So these are not claims that we made. They made those claims. We confronted them with the evidence. And they said that, look, what we said, or what is on our website is not true. We are not doing them. And we don't check any other reporting. And they proceeded to delete them. All right, thank you. Vanessa, hold on. We'll return to you finally before you go about what you think about what the OSP is starting to do and what uh, Parliament appears to also want to do. Um, we'll ask uh, the former CEO of GMPC to hold on briefly for us. Uh, Richard Marfo, Technical Assistant to the Managing Director of the SML. Thank you very much for making the time to join us. Uh, thank you. And something I want to put something right here. I'll plead with you that uh, Manasi has had a lot of PR already in, in the public. Uh, we know uh, your station, and we want to also have a little time to clarify some few things. But before I go on, I want to make some issues categorical first before now we go into the main subject matter. You won't let me ask now, you a question. The first thing is this. Is that Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. The first thing I want to put out there, a preamble I want to put out there, the context in which Manasi came to ask the questions, as if he's doing a documentary within the downstream, <laughs> is what answers he had. That's number one. Number two, there were some statements made here. I want to uh, clarify them quickly. First thing is that the contract was 10 years. You see, what Manasi has done is that he has done a big, deliberate disservice to SML. A contract of five years, he went to the page, I'm alleging he went to the page where it's saying that five years, redacted whatever is there. And look at that page, that section 3.1. Look at the word even contractor instead of contracts he puts there. And put out this thing out there and claim that that is the contract. That is one thing. And I want to stand by it. It is five years, and it is not ten years. Number two. Hold on, hold on. Please, please, hold on, hold on, hold on. The contract that we have exhibited this morning on this show, duly executed, which the fourth estate relied on, this is the portion about the tenor of the contract. This contract shall commence okay. on the effective Something. date. Why hold on, so hold on, hold on. This contract shall commence on the effective date and shall continue in effect for a period of 10 years from the effective date, unless terminated. You say we don't understand this English? 
No, hold on. I'm never saying that. Samson, please don't get me wrong. Okay. I'm asking, where is that source coming from? We are claiming that Manasi put those words together. Simple. And at the right time, we'll go to them. We'll seek legal redress on those matters. So, so please hold on, hold on. So, so you are saying that you are saying. Please wait. This is important. It's important. And please, I'm the one conducting this interview. We can have a very good uh, discussion if you just take your time. We called you because we want you to respond, have the opportunity to respond uh, further, even though you have already done that. Now, your 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 statement is that. This contract is manufactured. It doesn't exist. Is that what you're saying? You are saying it is altered? You are alleging that Manasseh drafted the contract whose, which portions we are projecting on TV now and put it there. Perfect. 3.1. Plus, I've not gotten the, the time to go through all that we published, but with 3.1 specific, I can confidently say Manasi did such a greatest service to the company. And I don't know what to say. But you, something, there's a lot of time to talk about some things. I don't want, but I'm putting it out right there that Manasi crafted this thing. I'm alleged he did this, 3.1. Okay. So what do you say to those who signed the contract? Okay, um, uh, let me, uh, something. You pick a contract page by page. The contract has been signed. You go into a section and you alter a certain section for what purpose? Surely the signatures will remain contacts. Or don't you transport, don't you get the line of what we are going to? Okay, and the contract you have seen. It's not in Word document. You agree? Perfect. Oh, but something, I don't want us to go into technology. I'm an AI expert. I'm also an accountant. PDF today, images today, we have what we call OCR, Object Character Recognition. You can just change this and send it back again. Right. Something, I don't know. This so, is simple to Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Please, I'm not asking you questions I don't know the answers to. To be okay. frank with you, all the things you are about to say, you have already put them out in the public. But because we are having a show again, we want you to repeat them. Now, so, so you are saying that, why do you think Manasseh will do such a thing? Pick, your, pick the contract and then manipulate a particular provision of the contract, change five years to 10 years. Why do you think Manasseh will do that? Um, Something I'm sure by the time I'm done, you will get the true whole thing, and you should ask Manasi to exactly the same thing. But I don't want to procure his intention. I don't think I can do that. Okay. So my next question to you is this: Why did you take the portions in contention, which was on your website? Why did you take them down? Um, Samson, thank you very much. That is why I wanted to put a preamble there so that it's from the basis in which a lot of the questions will 
flow into so that uh, your good listeners will also make their own independence. Sorry, we don't have time. So if you can go straight to the answers, it will be good. Okay. Mm. Okay. Now, number one, a website is not an application. It's purely what we call HTML, CSS, and probably little JavaScript for contact section. So if we have something in the website there, that is where I'm going to defend everything that we have here. And we can tell you by the time I'm done, you can know what the under declarations are, and I'll give you evidence to them. And this evidence will not be something that will come from SML. And evidence that you can go to a state institution and procure a copy for yourself. And this is not evidence that is put in place just now, but from the beginning of the time SML started this way. Richard, that's not the answer to my question. Why were, were those, you know, advertisements on your page taken down after the interview with you? I'm not sure we took anything down. Something, please get there. You see it there. It's right there. I, I don't, I'm not. The, uh, the, the, the investigations, the investigators took screenshots at each stage. Are you denying that one too? Something, I deny that one too, please. I deny that one. I can also claim that some, uh, what do we call it, uh, Manasi also did those things, and he can do them because he has done works with the contract, exactly what he did with the, comp the company's website. Took the image of it, do a print screen, read uh, something. I don't want us to go there much. Please, please go there. We are listening to you. Just go there. We are listening to you. Okay. I and say confidently, the same way Manasi handled the contracts, 3.1, the section, rephrase that whole English there, and also change a significant element in it, which is a year of a contract into 10, from 5 to 10. The same way I will stand on to say that he did to this website. Okay. Do, do you appreciate why the contract was not given to the journalists when they applied for it through RTI, the law, using the law? That requires you to give the contract. Do you, do you appreciate why the contract was not given? Please, I'm not here and I'm not Minister of Finance, so I'm sorry. Uh, that question. Okay. You were in the room in your offices, or what was the venue, when the interview was being conducted with uh, Christian Soti, right? Perfect. Now, let me put this little thing out there. Before Manasi wanted to come, come in, um, the GRA contacted us, and we told them, they told them that, oh, MD is not around. Ask Manasi will confirm this. He was trailing the MD, MD just came. Then they called, he called again. That mm. Manasi said, oh, I've seen MD. Then they told Manasi, his technical assistant is not around. So we wish his technical assistant is around for a lot of the things to be much, make more, much more clearer to you, just like I'm going to do here. And Manasi said, oh, no, he's just trying to do documentary to appreciate the downstream process. Then Mr. Soti came up. So for me personally, I was on tour with my MPFA, uh, the chief executive, to on the same subject as to the downstream and also the sorry the upstream and the the gold issue. I think we'll get into all that. Mm. So I was not around before Manasi showed up. All right. So you heard the answers from your MD. 
that one, Manasseh is not the one, or that one too, you have an issue. He went and twisted what he, the, your MD said. The clear admissions your MD said that you don't provide these services. Good one. Let me, let me answer the question directly. You see, something we were contracted by the Ministry of Finance in extension GRA. We are doing some work in there that we are not clothed with state powers to go and chase anybody, either BDC or an OMC. So we don't have that right to say that there is under declaration or some diversions to communicate directly to uh, BDC or OMC because they are just third parties. It's the way Manasi asked the questions and the answers he got. So something, let's get it that way. He asked whether you provide these services. And his answer was that that's not what you do. You are saying Manasseh asked the wrong question? No, I'm not saying he asked the wrong question. Okay. I'm saying that the contest in which Manasseh came, the contest in which he, answered, he asked the question, in those contests, if you get the full, you have a full appreciation of all the videos, not just the ones he has just published, you will now know or you will now appreciate where the MD's angle is coming from. And I would have answered the same thing, just like the MD. So, so your, MD's, your, MD, your MD's response was a categorical denial. That, no, you, that please, wait, 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 we have, wait, question, we no, have the documentary. We can, uh, please wait, we can play it back again for you. Where he denied uh, stating anywhere that the company was providing services that checked under declaration, dilution, and diversion of petroleum products. Uh, something. And I'm then, with you. and then, but when he was understand. pressed, when he was pressed further, and pointed to him that this was already advertised on your website, uh, he something. emphasized that it was an error. Do you hear him say that? Something. Yes. Let me tell you this. No, please. I'm pleading with you. Something. I'm pleading with you. Someone have come from an angle within a certain contest. And by the end of the day, we'll show you we have under declaration, diversion, evidence base with GRE. And I will tell you the business in case, the business case upon which SML came. So I'm sure by the time we get into the meat of the issue. Uh, something a lot of these questions your boss your boss needed. your boss said this your boss said this your boss said this he said he said we are not we are not involved in diversion okay i want to understand you i want to understand you you were sitting right there with the uh, journalist when the questions were being posed at that time you didn't object to this i was not there you were not there. Okay. He should hold on. He said no. He still wanted to do some appreciation within the sector. Mm. I was in, I was in there, please. So okay. Something. You see, the relevant issue, um, Manasi has done PR to a whole lot of issues. If we don't go into that, uh, something, you can ask a big disservice. What do you say? What do you say when you hear Mustafa Hamid of the, of the MPA? 
say that they don't understand what you are doing and they are seeking to have a meeting with you because they don't understand what you are doing. The system Sometimes already I, exists. Let me answer it quickly. I think because of time, I think on the Mustafa Hamid issue. I'm really surprised at Mustafa Hamid. In the, that documentary, he claims he doesn't even know us. We have several secularization between SML and Mustafa Hamid. I can tell you on authority, Mustafa Hamid knows what we are doing. And by the time we go through that, we are not duplicating efforts in the sector. All Ghanaians will establish that. And at the right time, the near coming days, we put all the evidences out there. Let us, Mr. Pahamid, sign. Let us, SML, sign the kind of joint work we do together. Only for him to say that if really Manasseh didn't also twist that video. But if what I saw, if that is the full thing, then I'm also disappointed in Mr. Pahamid. But mm. until we see the full closure of everything. Until then, you have a suspicion that uh, Mustafa's comments were also twisted by Manasseh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Richard, hold on briefly for me, okay? Just be a little patient with us. Hold on briefly for me. Um, okay. Alex Mould, thank you very much. And we bring you on because when the story broke, uh, you suggested that you have encountered such attempts previously and you knew that whoever it is were, no, were not up to any good, and you declined. From what you have seen in this documentary and the responses that have come forward, what will you say? Well, first of all, um, real question is, what value added are, are these uh, SML guys bringing to the system, real? And what should be the remuneration if they are actually bringing value added. I think those are the questions that should be answered. And first of all, from my understanding of this industry, and I have worked since 1985 in this industry. Um, I have climbed tanks, I've done volume, uh, I've worked on the gantry, I've discharged you know, products from ships. I have, so we know all the tricks in the system. We know, we know what we can do and what we can't do. Um, when we got to MPA, we decided to address issues that were of concern to the uh, players, including the customers, uh, under-reporting, under-delivering, product contamination. You know, that's the main gist of it. So NPA, and my belief is that we should build institutions. We should, we should make sure that the regulator is working with the right uh, petroleum service providers to provide solutions and they should be paid or remunerated accordingly, um, not excessively, but accordingly. So BRV tracking, this is the bulk rod vehicles, the tankers, we put a tracking device on them and we got all the OMCs and transporters to subscribe to it. That means that you would know where your tanker is at any time. If that stopped at an unscheduled stop, you would know. The next thing was how do we ensure the volume in the tankers? Uh, uh, not not reduced during the journey. So we put in volumetric tracking systems. This, I believe, has been replaced by an electronic cargo system where electronic seals of the hatches and valves are used. So we're addressing, we're addressing the problem of short delivering to the petrol stations and short delivering to the consumer, uh, making sure the right products were done. The next thing we did was we had to ensure that the volumes that were coming into the country were the same volumes that were being delivered. And as such, the government was getting the right revenue. Um, 
I do not understand why MPA, first of all, would allow a non-service provider to put flow meters in a depots without being licensed. Um, I, I, I don't understand it. Um, if you are playing the industry, you have to be licensed. And then, and as such, as MPA should know what you're doing. For MPA to say they do not know what the guys are doing, or they don't have a clue, or they don't, they're not associated with it, it's wrong. NPA is the, is the regulator, and there's nobody in this country, not even the president, can order these people to do it without NPA approving. Well, why, why do you so, describe them as a non-service provider? Because the service they are providing, said, the service, service they are provider. providing is for tax purposes. They, they are a service provider. They are not a non-service provider. They are PSP. They are a petroleum service provider. If you put a flow meter in a, a depot, you are providing a service. And as such, you should be under the NPA. You should be licensed by NPA. Even, even so if your are. job, even if your job was technically not about this industry, but for the finances of it, for audit assurance, you, you still are because you have to ensure that the health and safety of the equipment you are bringing into the system complies with um, the regulations of the country. So you are uh, providing a service. So you have to be regulated by the MPA. So uh, MPA should know about it. Ca ca kindly hold on. Kindly hold on a second for me, um, Richard. What, what do you say to this? Uh, yeah, a good one. I think uh, Alex Mbona have just nailed the matter. Just like I was speaking about Mustafa Hamidishi, if he doesn't know us, we can never get there. And if we have not gone through the process of who does what, and there is any duplication of effort, we wouldn't have been there in the first place, mm. which will go into the details. But Number the, two, yeah. remember if we have not got the right ISO certifications, and the requirement thereof that MPA must certify before we get there, we wouldn't have been there in the first place. So please, something, all those things as Alex have put out there, all these things are in place. The, the, the question is being asked as to whether you were actually qualified for this contract in the first place. Um, your MD tells the investigators that um, you were a timber company that has now changed into this. But uh, there's no, there's uh, no proving track record. How, how did you get something. selected through sole sourcing? Uh, something, when it comes to matters of procurement, please, I'm begging you, I'm a technical person, I'm going to deal with issues on under declaration and everything, the business case of SML to defy those duplicitous issues. Please don't push me into this. No, no I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going, uh, Richard, Richard, I'm not going into the technical aspect. I just want us to stay around maybe section 40 of the uh, Procurement Act about single uh, source procurement. There are grounds, there are grounds to, there are grounds to give a contract a contract in this situation the law says where goods works or services are only available from a particular supplier or contractor or if a particular supplier or contractor has exclusive rights in respect of the goods works or services and no reasonable alternative or substitute exists and um, we are aware from oh, Benboati and the rest of them they say they don't know you in the industry Something, I'll plead with you. If you ask procurement question and you do subsequent ones, follow that, 
thinking I'm not having that capacity. I'm pleading with you. Don't let us go into procurement now. Here. Okay, okay. The thanks you. Th thanks for clarifying why I brought you in on uh, Alex Mould's uh, submission. Okay, so Alex, um, continue with your submission. W what do you think ought to be done from what you're seeing? What do you see and what do you think ought to be done? So I, I think the MPA has a plan. And, and when I talk about MPA, I'm not talking about whether it's NDC or MPP. It's, it's MPA. MPA has a plan and we, we're trying to execute it. And I believe one of the things that we're trying to do is volume integrity, okay, for, mm. for both the consumer and also for government. So one thing you have to do is you have to do a material balance. All the products that enters the country enters through the CBM or the jetty, um, either in Tema or Takradi, and it's placed in the tanks. So there are various ways you monitor to make sure that the volumes are right. Every month there is tank verification, that the volumes in the tanks are verified, and everybody's involved. GRA through customs is involved, the tank depot owners are involved, the, the product owners are involved, the independent inspectors are involved, NPA is involved, Everybody's involved in ensuring that we know what the volumes are. At the end of the day, you do a material balance of how much product you brought into the country, how much you have discharged through the meters at your gantry, and uh, how much is done. By the way, this is done by the product uh, depots on a daily basis. But on a monthly basis, everybody gets involved and does it. And every half year, we do a, a huge reconciliation yes so reconciliations have I, been I'm done i'm sorry i'm sorry we have run out of time what's your sense you of this contract and what should be done well what should be done is one mpa should take should be in charge of this mpa put an edrms uh, system in place which verifies all the volumes these volumes are reconciled with uh, gra on a on on a daily basis and on a monthly basis so there is no volume uh, lost, and it should be integrated in the uh, GRA system, which I believe is the ECUM system, which is, which is already done. So MPA instituted this in 2017 and integrated it into GRA in 2018. Since then, the reconciliations have been okay. There has not been any shortfall. So I don't know what the added value um, SML is bringing to the, to the table. And I also, I do not know how they re reconcile their, re uh, their remuneration. The remuneration should be based on your fixed cost versus your variable cost. And if there is any uh, added value, you bring.